0: word give david a hand let's all stand good to see all of you in the house of the lord how many of you know what he said works you've seen the miracle working hand of god move on your behalf have some great news for you pastor stanley has received all of the money that all of you pledged for his home it is now yeah it is now out of his hands and into the hands of the Builder so everything is committed and I shared this once before for those of you that are visitors were active at the Sudan for Christ ministries in uh, yay South Sudan and an orphanage over there with a hundred and thirty-five children right now and uh, <clears throat> when I talked with Stanley just recently and again I think I might have shared some of this but they had an opportunity to build a well before they started construction on the home so he'll have running water and put solar panels on top of the home which is great for the sedan because there's so much sun and uh, the cost was going to be fifteen thousand dollars and he really reluctantly shared it with me i've always encouraged him to share whatever needs they have because the lord will meet them, and he shared that need about fifteen thousand dollars that he had we had someone who had said that when you build a home there's always a little extra to go here and if any of you have ever built a home you know how that goes a little bit extra and within five minutes the fifteen thousand dollars that was needed for the solar panels and the wells was all taken care of let's give the lord a hand And you might be here tonight, and you say, well, well what about my need? Same thing's going to happen. God is going to meet your need according to his riches and glory. Let me see the hands of the visitors again one more time. We have, I know there are two or three. I thought there was a couple more back there in the back. Let's give our visitors a warm welcome again. We're glad you're here. Every Sunday, 9:11 o'clock. Midweek service, 630, and we are glad you're here. My beautiful wife is going to come up here and minister with me tonight. Come on up here, honey. In our bookstore, uh, the the book the triumphant church i'm going to encourage all of you to pick up that book if you got money buy it if you don't have money tell them you don't have money and take the book and uh, then the first date book that was written by justin and brenda hatfield is an excellent book on what you need to know and be prepared for how many of you have ever cut yourself and looked for a band-aid <laughs> Three of you. How many of you just not responsive tonight? Let me see the hands of all the people you ever cut yourself and you can't find the band-aids because you didn't have any. You didn't know where they were, and you need to be prepared. This is really an excellent book. They co-wrote that book together. I think that is really awesome. Okay, are you ready? Yes. Are you wired? you s- excited? Yes. Okay, all right. You want to pray? You want to say anything? You want to tell a joke? No, you joke. tell your joke. Oh, you're kidding well, I thought it was hilarious. Really? We having children in here? You didn't think it was too risque? Bill O'Brien, you heard it. You thought it? Okay. How many I of you like to laugh? let see your hands. You uh, like? All right. My wife encouraged me. I wasn't going to do this, but if you think it's really funny, I'm going to take the credit. And if you don't, she gets the credit. <clears throat> okay. This older couple, about 85, between 85 and 90 years old, went to the doctor to have her husband checked out, and the husband went in, and the doctor said, how you doing? He said, I'm doing really pretty well, and he said, well, let, let me look you over, and he said, well, the, the, old, the older man said, listen, everything is going great. i got a, f- a fantastic relationship with the Lord. Uh, God takes care of my every need, and I'm doing well. And he said, well, let me check you out. And he said, you know, you do look pretty good. He said, God takes care of everything. He said, sometimes I get up in the middle of the night, have to go to the bathroom. He turns the bathroom light on for me. I said, uh, okay. And he said, he's done that for years. And they said, yeah, and kind the doctor shook his head a little bit. And the guy said, that I'm, I'm just right with my God. My God loves me. I love my God. And it doesn't matter what time of night I get up, he turns that bathroom light on. He said, okay, well, you're in great shape. So he let the man go out in the room and called his wife in. He said, you know, your husband... He's up there in age, but he's really physically in great shape. But mentally, I, I'm not too sure. He he's, he says that, you know, God's turning that bathroom light on for him at night when he goes to the bathroom. And he just kind of shook his head. She said, oh, my goodness. Now I know who's peeing in the bath in the re- refrigerator. I just <laughs> messed it up. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I messed up the punchline. you got your Bible, let's say it. The Word of God, the word of God is true. It's true. If I, live the word,
1: if I live the Word, I will
0: be blessed.
1: I will be blessed. And if I don't, and if I, don't I, won't,
0: I won't. It's just that simple. It's just
1: that simple. And,
0: Don, I just realized why I'm warm. I got a sweater on. Glory to God. Yeah. See, Good Don, to have all Don of you here. You can be seated. And tonight
1: you're like my mom she got in the car today she had her winter coat on and she says to me this car is really hot today I said mom it's 70 degrees almost 68 and you have on your winter coat Oh, she says, that's probably what's the problem.
0: You are absolutely right. But that's where the similarity to me and your mom. Oh, that's
1: true. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yes.
0: You've been telling me about your mom. (laughs) (coughs) Hey, let's paraphrase this message. We're talking tonight and we're doing this series on authority of the believer and that when jesus went to the cross he gave us everything that we would ever have need of he defeated the devil defeated powers defeated principalities he went to be seated at the right hand of the father and gave us the authority and the power and the dominion through the holy spirit and that the holy spirit now lives within us and that you have all the scriptures we're going to talk about in front of you but when the holy spirit comes in to us then everything that we have need of the power of god is there and ready for us to tap into and to allow god to use us but if we don't understand what our source of power is we will lose the focus of where it belongs and that is on the power of god himself through his spirit resident within the believer every person here that knows jesus as their lord and savior has the potential power of god to operate in their life but it doesn't mean that the power of god is operating in their life
1: no and in mark 16 you know jesus when he concluded uh, what he said what's recorded in mark it was uh, i give you power to cast out devils to lay hands on the sick you know he gave and all of it was in his name everybody say in his name so it wasn't to do with the people it was to do with what he had accomplished and because of his name but that power was delegated in other words he was empowering those people to do what he did and he was giving them permission everybody say permission to use that authority in the situation circumstances they found themselves in and really it was the great commission uh, expounded on from Matthew 28 18 through 20 when he gave specifics lay hands on the sick cast out devils speak with new tongues everything that you do do in my name and i will work with you is the last verse of that chapter mark 16 the lord working with them there were signs wonders and miracles so uh, god intended for us to walk in a very powerful position
0: now acts chapter 1 verse 8 jesus said that after the holy spirit would come upon you that you would have power and authority to walk in on this earth. That's Acts chapter 1, verse 8. <clears throat> and the example that I shared with you uh, earlier this afternoon was, was <clears throat> you can have authority assigned to you or delegated to you, but if you don't have power to back up that authority, then that authority is not going to be used to the full extent. Does that make sense to all of you? And, <clears throat> excuse me, the example I thought about was this this is a true story this is not a joke but this this officer of of the law had just been sworn in and been promoted into this position <clears throat> and he had on his full uniform the first day to report to his assignment uh, here in this area and he decided to stop by and see his mom he was so excited she was so excited and she wanted to take a picture and he showed up with his uniform and she said to him honey honey Where's your gun? And in his excitement, he had forgot to put on (laughs) his weapon. (laughs) Now, (coughs) the authority and the badge is great to have. But the weapon on the side kind of reinforces the authority. (laughs) Turn to your neighbor and say, I'm getting it now. You may be a Christian, and you may be called of God to do great and mighty exploits. But if you don't know where your power source is, you may think it's you. And it's not you. It's God in you and the power of God in us. And if we understand that, that we then begin to tap into something that we don't totally understand. I don't understand everything about the Holy Spirit in me. All I know is that sometimes I feel... In my spirit, that God is showing me to do this, not always knowing for sure it's God, but knowing it's coming out of here versus coming out of here. How many of you with me so far? You know what I'm talking about, and that what happens then is we we try to understand it, but we can't understand necessarily the leading of the Holy Spirit when He gives us instructions. We just need to follow
1: it, and He doesn't, you know, He doesn't ask us to do things that are way way out there. He just asks us to take the first step. You know, I think think. think of David. Uh, You know, he wasn't asked to fight Goliath as his first uh, empowered opportunity by the Spirit of God. There was a lion. There was a bear. There were other things where he saw victory in walking in that power that he had been given. So when he got to the giant, he said, who is this uncircumcised Philistine recognizing the giant had no power? No power because he didn't have a covenant. But David had a covenant. He knew his power. So all he needed was a stone to take that giant out. Why? Because it was the power of God that was going to kill that giant. It was God that directed that stone to the center of that head. It was God who did that. But he exercised that power because he had practiced using it.
0: We're going to talk about Peter in just a moment and about how Peter was totally transformed by the power of the Holy Spirit. I asked, there were three girls standing in the office earlier today. I think it was Heather and... and luann and and uh, megan or somebody and i i I said okay i want to use you guys as as an example in the service tonight what is your biggest problem and uh, all three of them said me not me them
1: (laughs) and you but that's okay
0: (laughs) (laughs) they were pointing at themselves the answer the answer i was looking for was fear once you know jesus as your lord and savior and once you sell out to him and once you buy in to the fact that he will take care of everything and that the power of the holy spirit will bring all of god's blessings upon you and overtake you once you buy into that you're not going to go the way of the world can i see all the hands of the people who think oh i don't know about that i think i just want to go the way of the world (laughs) okay how many of you you want to do everything god wants you to do the biggest challenge you face certainly is your mind and your thoughts, but I believe the biggest challenge most people face once they decide to follow after the things of God is fear. Do I really hear from God? Is this really God? What if this doesn't work? What if I don't have enough money? What if I fail? All of the things go on. We're going to talk about Peter in just a moment. Before we do, (coughs) I was going to share about (coughs) the first communion I ever did uh, out in, in Tulsa. And we were we we're on staff at Victory, and I knew my position, and I probably shared this before here, but I knew my position. I was there to serve Pastor Billy Joe Doherty and do whatever he needed, and, and so... We, we would before the service would always start we would be in the second row behind them and sometimes during the course of the service he would lean over and some of you probably seen me do it in services here something is you're prompted about something and you get somebody on staff and you say hey would you da, da, da whatever <coughs> and so I, we're in the second row behind him and worship is going on and and he leans over like this to where i am and i realize he wants something and so i lean up to see what he wants and he said did yula that was his secretary said did yula call you today about communion and we always on wednesday nights did communion right out of worship and i i leaned forward and i said no and he went on worshiping Lord I leaned back again and he said she was going to call and tell you to do communion i've never done communion before Ever and uh, and and uh, I, I lean back again. And I said, "She didn't." And uh, so he's going right back into worship. And pretty soon he leans over again, and he says, "Are you prepared?" And, and and again in front of you know three four thousand people out there. And I leaned up. And I said, "No." And so he continues to worship the Lord. And I'm back there thinking I'm okay. He leans back again. And I leaned forward, and he said, how long does it take you to get prepared? And I knew what he meant. And I said, I'm prepared. And he said, good. And I leaned back. I'm telling you, it was just like you've heard of the cold sweats, the hot sweats, whatever the sweat. It's like, crap, what do we do? I've been here for all the communions. What do we do? What do we do? And I remember thinking, God, I see, and I, my mind is going 100 miles a minute, and the worship is getting toward the end. And as you got toward the worship, you would all, always come up and take it out of worship and do whatever he did. And I'm thinking, what did he do? What does he do? And I remember thinking, oh, God, you have to help me. I don't know what to do. You know, sometimes that's the best position to be in. God, I don't know what to do. I'm out of the boat. To this day, I remember walking up, in front of that congregation and I'm thinking he always gives people a chance to receive the Lord and my eyes go closed because not super spiritual I am petrified and I'm standing up there and I said now before we partake of communion you know how many of you you know you're not right with the Lord and you just know that you straight away I forget exactly what I said and I opened my eyes and there were hands everywhere and it's like wow, this is really something. (laughs) And as I prayed for the people, and I don't know whether I did a good job, bad job, it doesn't really matter because it was all God. But when I finished and was walking back, I felt like the Lord said, this is what I heard in my spirit. Don't think that was you. That was me. And it would have been wrong for the donkey going into Jerusalem to take the bow for Jesus on Palm Sunday. We know it was all about Jesus. And and, And that has been a tremendous lesson in my life. When I don't know what to do, it's normally a good thing because God always knows what to do. Everybody say, God always knows what to do. God knows what Turn to your neighbor. Maybe the only time you can tell your mate this, just tell him God is smarter than you are.
1: <laughs>
0: God is smarter. than we God are. is smarter than. Uh, but but honey, it's so true yeah. that when we get in over our head and we have to we have to go totally with God. If you don't show up, I am going to drown. And God shows
1: up. Yeah, you know last uh, monday night i was uh, my friend bonnie Beadle, who's out in tulsa you know bonnie she came here and helped us start this church uh a young man was on the voice how many of you know the voice uh, i don't really watch the voice but i do know what the voice is but uh, i saw that she had posted that he did a great job this young man named brian nahara and uh I, so I text her, and I said, is he from Victory? And she said, ORU and Victory. He, he was a part of the church there and uh, graduated at All-Roberts University. Well, I, I want to play a little bit of this video because we're talking tonight about being em- empowered, about the power of God, the authority we have as a believer. And uh, I, I just found this right before church. I'm sorry I didn't ask you. You don't mind, do you? <laughs> I love it. No, I really look forward to it. Okay. Anyway, so he is up there singing, and there's a man named Farrell if you watch that you would know who that is i have no clue but he's 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 a star and so and he's one of the um judges you know that pick a, st- a person and put them on their team and so he uh, is pharrell and so pharrell is the see i don't even know right okay pharrell and so he sang. Well, is this
0: audience of participation yes
1: it is i need help just stay out of this and so you can't help me i know with this Ph- pharrell is the one who wrote the song or sang the a song that uh, Brian was going to sing. And so he sang this song, Happy. Uh, I've never heard it, but I heard it. I went back and listened. But at the end of that, I want you to listen. His parents were missionaries, and and, and they go around the country sharing the Word of God here in the States. They moved to the States. Brian uh, graduated ORU, and they're there in Tulsa. The family's there, and uh, a part of Victory. So he, this family has always walked with god and he has since a child but he goes on this big television show and i want you this is after he's sung and pharrell has picked him for his team everybody went ding 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 and if you get dings that means you get to somebody's going to pick you to be on their team and isn't this good don't you love how i tell this you'll have to see but anyway that part we're not going to watch right now but after it was done they begin to question him everybody say empowered he's there for a purpose but look what god does if you just put that video up there oh it's not ready yet well let's just keep going we'll show it later it's it's so good keep this in mind god puts you in places to show his power to show his ability to show what he can do when we don't think we can do it amen sorry i thought it was done
0: So what was it that we—we're going to see it later? No, so I don't want to tell it's a secret until then. Oh, we are going to see it. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay, great. Well, when Peter was with Jesus, Peter said that he would never deny him but Jesus said, you will deny me three times before the rooster crows. And we know that it's in the the book of Luke and book of Matthew, it's on your outline there, that Peter did exactly what Jesus said he would do. And why did Peter do that? Because he was fearful. He knew who Jesus was. He had already identified who Jesus was as the son of God, but he became fearful even knowing that the Holy Spirit had not been dispatched yet into the world to affect all of mankind, but Peter had wavered and did exactly what Jesus said is going to happen. Now, I'm going to paraphrase quite a bit here in just a, a few moments time, <clears throat> but if you study the gospel and you look all the way through, <clears throat> and especially to Second Timothy chapter 3, it tells us what the end times are going to be like. How many of you believe we are in the end times right now? Uh, you need to pray for the American family that uh, um, uh, he's a military guy, West Point graduate. He would just murdered over in Israel and Jerusalem right at the uh, Old City. Uh, The Palestinians are are really promoting attacking right now because John Kerry is over there doing God knows what. And uh, that's why the attacks are increasing because Kerry is in Jerusalem right now and he's trying to bring peace with the Palestinians. There will never be peace if the Palestinians do not believe the Jews have a right to survive and live in their own land. There will never be peace. And we'll have to come to grips with that. We're giving them millions and millions and millions of dollars to educate their children to kill Jews. That just cannot continue. But we need to pray for that family. Father, we pray for the family and the wife that is in the hospital right now and the others that have been really in this last 24-hour period uh, stabbed by the Palestinians over there. Lord, it's, it, only you can sort this mess out. Only you can sort this mess out. And we pray for that peace, even, even in spite of what we see. We pray for the peace of Jerusalem. We pray for the nation of Israel. We pray for peace in the Middle East in Jesus' name. And everybody said. But. What we have to realize is that everything that's going to happen is going to happen. Matthew chapter 24, 2 Timothy chapter 3. It's nothing to be afraid of. Turn to your name and say, nothing to, be of. nothing to be afraid of. We have to know how to be led by the power of the Holy Spirit in the midst of the time frame and the period of time that we're living in that Jesus said through his word and that Paul said through his word, this is exactly what the world is going to look like, and the world is going to continue to look like it, but we're going to be okay because we have the victory we're going to be steadfast we're going to be immovable always abounding in the work of the lord because not only have we read the written word but we have read the current manna of the word that we're writing based on the leading of the holy spirit turn to your neighbor and tell them how's your prayer journal coming because the leading of the holy spirit in your life is coming out of the spirit of god into your spirit and being written by you as you progress through every single day for God to lead and guide us. Now, the word of God (coughs) says that after Peter, uh, got saved, first message you preached, not saved, but got, got filled with the power of the Holy Spirit on the day of Pentecost. First message you preached, 3,000 people came to the Lord. And then, after a couple of other things of praying for the lame man, another 5,000 people came to the Lord. The guy who denied Jesus three times before the rooster crowed now got a church of about 8,000 people running around over there because something changed. What changed in his life? The leading of the Holy Spirit. The leading of the the Holy Holy Spirit. Spirit. And honey, you and I have experienced the same thing. Once you understand how to tap into the power of the Holy Spirit, you will never be fearful of anything.
1: You know, um, the interesting thing about Peter, you know, he was always very uh, what we would call bold. Uh, But his boldness was in his own ability, not God's. And so when he said, oh, I won't deny you, I will not deny you, uh, because he felt like he he was in control of himself he felt like you know he had no idea what he was going to experience but he thought he was he was just really going to do it you know god spoke to me as i was looking at this message that uh, bill prepared you know it's not arrogance but assurance that gives people boldness the kind of boldness that will prevail against the work of the enemy peter's boldness was arrogance arrogance is self assurance Uh, when we have God's assurance and when we're assured that it's the Holy Spirit within us it's always going to show up when we begin to do what God tells us to do. Just like he showed up for Peter, there was a different Peter pre-pentecost and after pentecost and so you know his his whole change was due to the fact that he switched from his own ability and his own arrogance and he became very bold even when he was arrested he became very bold in that situation to speak what was truth and he certainly wasn't hiding he certainly wasn't trying to deny anything he was bold to say what was truth but what was the difference the power of the holy spirit was inside of him and so that boldness became assurance that god in fact he even said listen help us with their threats are there but give us more boldness so what he was saying was give us the ability to speak with even more assurance of what you have told us to say
0: you had walked with the (laughs) lord longer than i had when we met and and with the power of the holy spirit especially i didn't understand the power of the holy spirit i really didn't but as as i understood it more and more and saw the manifestation of it more and more i wanted what god had for me but when we relocated to tulsa uh, i was still growing in that area i'm still growing in that area but we these people invited us to their house
1: Oh, uh-huh.
0: Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. And that, and and God quickened to you as this lady was. You feel led to share that story, or you want me to go around it?
1: Well, no, I, it was just lady. She, uh, she had felt like she's supposed to leave her husband because uh, you know she was called to do things for god and uh you know he he was doing things but he wasn't necessarily as strong about the lord as she was and she started saying all this stuff that god had told her to do but you know and and i just said the scripture that says can you i know, just
0: interrupt we we had just gotten to tulsa we didn't have any friends really, to speak of, and we were invited to this house to have dinner, and and I'm a young guy in town just trying to get to know people, and this woman is talking and rambling on, and I'm just listening, and all of a sudden, my wife decides to really enter into a conversation of about 10 or 12 people
1: there. I didn't do it in my own thoughts. I felt like the the Lord said, that's not true. Speak the truth. So I spoke it. Well, she panicked, because I said that God is not mocked, you know, and, and truth is truth, and that's not truth. Well, she went screaming, like screaming down the hallway, ran back in a bedroom, and hid under the bed. And I said, well, that's just a demon. We need to cast it out. Well, then that really caused the problem.
0: And, I, and I'm sitting there at this table thinking, what am I viewing through my <laughs> wife? I think we're about to be thrown out. We
1: were. We were gracefully thrown out. We got the left foot of fellowship. But... I mean, they graciously said it'd be good if you went home now because the woman was still under the bed and wouldn't come out. And she's back there crying and screaming and carrying on. I wanted to go cast the devil out of her, but nobody else, including him, <laughs> was ready to go with me, although I would have gone alone. But, you know, it was, uh, you know, I felt for the woman. My, it was like you're going you're going to destroy everything in your life because you believed a lie. And, and so, you know... I, I probably didn't use the greatest amount of wisdom. I, I didn't hear God say, take her aside. I just said it. And, but I mean, it was like dropping the atomic bomb. Um, that's all I can say in the kitchen. And in this nice little party that was a meet and greet <laughs> turned into, wow. And so Pastor Bill and I left. But my reputation followed follow me. <laughs> but at a certain point, at a certain point, it became a testimony. And when I did share something, they believed, I mean, it wasn't me. Yeah. It gave me credibility. God did it. Everybody say God did it. I didn't do it. God did it. But at the moment, the first time I said that, it you know, the only credibility I have was it's been nice having you here. <laughs> we'll see you next time. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I, up until that point
0: in yeah, time i don't shook. think i had ever seen anyone or, or I, well, let me rephrase that i don't think i had ever recognized anyone who needed deliverance but the demon and this lady manifested and then she went streaking and screaming down the hallway <laughs> and i'm sitting there as a fairly new believer thinking what just happened i think my <laughs> wife said the right thing but i don't really know and all of a sudden all of the attention was turned upon us, not that demonic force in that yep. woman, but in us. And when they said, it might be best if you all left right now. We were just trying to hang out with some new friends that we thought we had. But it was fairly obvious to me as we were on the porch with the door shut, these are not going to be our friends right away. <coughs> but you know what? As I look back on it, my wi- I believe my wife was 100% right. I remember shortly after that being at the— <laughs> I
1: remember when you— <laughs> what happened when you said to me well that is different you did say to me that that was different and i said i'm that sorry, was sure but, different you know yeah but but i prayed god please show my husband that this is real well in his training because he had started bible school he had to be in the altar counseling room after service
0: that's where i was going with that yeah till yeah. that
1: and i got answered prayer
0: they- they, they came to give me after the service this one day, and, and it wasn't that I didn't believe in deliverance. I just wasn't real big on it. Does that make sense? It's like, yeah, okay, whatever. Uh, I, kn- I know some people n- need deliverance, but, uh, you know, uh, uh, if you get enough of the Word in you, you get enough of this in you, you'll be okay. Well, I, I found out over the years that's not necessarily true <clears throat> but they came to get me and they said we have a problem we have a problem back here in the prayer room and i, I went back there and this lady is sitting here and all i i cannot imitate how she so looked sorry. but the devil had absolutely consumer consumed her but i didn't realize that when i walked in her eyes were sunken in all the way in the back of her head and she was just shriveled up and she was just sitting there and and i'm looking at her and i said she got a devil we got to get the devil out of her and i'm looking at these women like you guys are a little flaky here i'm not too sure about that they were all women around there and 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 so i i I walked up to the lady and i said are you all right her name was rita and and said are you all right rita they said her name is rita i said rita are you all right Rita doesn 't live here anymore, and it's like, "Oh, glory to God, there 's a devil <laughs> and about that, and i 'm telling you this is the absolute truth <laughs> didn 't take me long, no. <clears throat> there was a lady standing behind her, and i don 't understand this because i don 't think you have to woman to pray, be a woman to pray deliverance, yeah. but there 's something about women once they get into the deliverance ministry, they are tenacious, they are tenacious. And, there, and this one woman standing there. She's sitting in a chair, and this woman walked up behind her and said, Bill, we got to get the devil out of her. And she took her Bible, and she hit her over the back. <laughs> bam, like that. She said, come out of her in the name of Jesus. And I'm telling you, Rita went up like that, bam, fell flat on her face. And these ladies pounced upon her. <laughs> in the name. Jesus, and they're screaming, and I'm saying, Good <laughs> of God, what is going on here? And all of a sudden, He's in charge, really. <laughs> <laughs> I thought she was dying, and all of a sudden, she got back up. She said, Well, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> but it sure was impressive. <laughs> And then after that, it was like you realized the power, the authority, and the dominion you have.
1: The world and our... She got set free.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah.
1: And when you would talk yeah. to her, that demonic thing, yeah. she, she would weep, but that thing was so mean. Yeah. It would spew stuff. But you could see her crying. So you were dealing with that that thing that had really controlled her life. She got saved. She got set free. Yeah. Everybody say there's power power. power. in the name of Jesus. Jesus. Yeah, and I don't recommend anybody just run around (laughs) trying to cast devils out. There's a story about that, you know, in the book of Acts. However, when... When the time is there, the Holy Spirit speaks, it's not you. You know it's not you. But it's power to help people get free. It's not power to condemn. It's power to bring the, the anointing of God to get those people out of that horrible place they're in.
0: It's like, it's like I, I, I was praying this morning. I said, God, give me an example to show me if you would about this power because every person, see the Holy Spirit has now been dispatched into every person who knows Jesus as their Lord and Savior. First Corinthians six nineteen and 20, your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit resonates within you. Should and could every believer pray in other tongues? Yes. Does the manifestation of the power of the holy spirit only come to those people who pray in other times i don't believe so I believe everybody can pray in other tongues that is a believer. However, I don't, I'm i not about to say Billy Graham is not led by the Holy Spirit. There's nobody probably led more people to the Lord than Billy Graham. And he's led by the Holy Spirit. But to the best of my knowledge, he's not manifested the power of the Holy Spirit in the manifestation of other tongues, but his daughter has. And I don't know about Franklin, but his daughter Anne has. So what happens is, We don't get into a theological dissertation on, okay, is this person full of the Holy Spirit or is that person full of the Holy Spirit? No, the Holy Spirit lives in every single believer. And if we'll yield to it, everywhere the Holy Spirit is, the Holy Spirit exalts the name of Jesus. You will want to speak like Jesus. You will want to speak the name of Jesus. What is the world out against today? What is um, a a government in America? How could we ever think that there has to be a A separation of church and state, and the name of Jesus can't be spoken. The name of Jesus can be spoken anytime anywhere. Let's yes. all say Jesus. Jesus, you can say that anywhere you want. Well, what if they fire me? You get another job. You do whatever you want, but you can speak the name of Jesus anywhere you want because you have that right in this nation. In our nation today, and we're going to talk about Peter and it fits right in here in our nation today. They're trying to stop the name of Jesus in our military. Everywhere. It is unbelievable what they're doing with our chaplains. Don't say the name of Jesus. Some people don't realize this yet, but West Point has a place where uh, uh, what's a Wiccans, uh, uh, the uh, demonic forces of uh, uh, sorcery uh, that they can go worship. We, we, we are infiltrated in this nation by people who say, don't say the name of Jesus. Now, what I'm going to tie this all into is peter when peter uh, got the baptism of the holy spirit he's walking into the gate of the temple called beautiful and the layman was sitting there it's in acts chapter uh three. yeah chapter three no it's not Acts chapter three give you the wrong scripture did i Acts chapter 3. Why would I doubt my wife? Glory to God. Acts chapter (laughs) 3. Acts chapter 3. Why would I ever doubt her? Because I've been wrong lots of times. But anyway, here's the guy who just denied Jesus, and he's crying out for alms. And Peter and John, reach up, grab him, pull him up, and say, silver and gold have i none but in the name of jesus rise up and walk and he's healed at that moment and then the religious leaders came on the scene oh my goodness and what did they want to do they they realized something had happened they realized that they
1: couldn't deny the man was healed and they realized something happened here yeah they said a notable miracle had happened that was how they praised it yep a notable miracle, and w- and what happens is that that when when they they talk to him, it says right here
0: in uh, verse number. Uh, oh, duh, 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 duh. I just had it just a moment ago, and I wanted to share that with you. Well, they told him to be quiet. Where's the scripture, honey?
1: It's in. It's in four.
0: Is it in four? Yeah. They questioned Peter and John and said, by what power or by what name have you done this? What was the power, folks? It was the power of the Holy Spirit. It was the name of Jesus, but it was the power of the Holy Spirit working through it. I... I, when i was going off on a tangent just a moment ago but i said god give me an example the cell phone you, you all of you carry a cell phone probably most of you carry a cell phone and in that cell phone is a battery that's really the the mechanism of it that makes it all work and if your cell phone is on the cell phone will do what it was intended to do. But if your cell phone is off, you can get off on that cell phone, even though you've got the power source in there, but the power is not able to operate because the phone is off. R you can look at a cell phone and get off the things of god and into something else you know solitaire or whatever i was floating through that uh, oh i'm sorry and and uh, so anyway but but what happens is in a moment's notice you can take a phone that has power to connect you to the internet to the gospel and all of the things of god or you can get onto pornography or you can get onto something else just like that your mind is no different your mind can go Off of the power of God in a moment's notice, or you can stay fixed upon the uh, things of God. And they wanted them, they said, by what name have you did this? And then it says, uh, Peter, filled with the Holy Spirit, told them exactly what happened. And I'm looking for the scripture. Oh, now, here it is. How many of you are much bolder now than you used to be? How many of you haven't arrived yet, though? And you know you're going to be a little bit further. In verse number 13 of Acts chapter 4. Now, when they, the religious leaders, saw the boldness of Peter and John and perceived that they were uneducated, untrained men, they marveled and they realized these guys have been with Jesus and seen the man who had been healed standing with them. They could say nothing against it. In other words, in a moment's notice, honey, the power of God went through them, went into that layman, and they could not dispute what was being done. But what it goes on to say then is that they called him in. They locked him up and they said, look, we want you to stop using the name of jesus they didn't tell them they couldn't pray for people they said we want you to stop using the name of jesus that is exactly where we are in this nation and this
1: world today and you know the boldness he just went on peter just went on to pray he asked god everybody say ask god because that's what it says he began to ask god says now lord verse 29 look on their threats and grant to your servants that with all boldness they may speak your word by stretching out your hand to heal In other words, and it goes on and says that signs and wonders, everybody say signs and wonders, may be done through the name of your holy servant, Jesus. And, of course, when they all prayed and the place was shaken and the Holy Spirit came, filled that place. Go ahead. Can I show that video? Because at the end of this video, you need to listen. This (coughs) Pharrell guy, he says something after he sings jesus loves me that wasn't what he was supposed to be singing he already sang the song that won him the position but they asked for it everybody say they asked for it <laughs> and they got it oh, let's watch oh, yeah. yeah
0: what's your name my name
1: is brian nita i am 23 years old from tulsa oklahoma oh, my he's from tulsa that guy there All right. All right. All right. I'm happy. okay
0: times. So <laughs> Does Blank have like a shot at
1: all? He's got a shot.
0: Ah! <laughs> me, be because I'm happy. Okie's gotta stick together. <laughs> yes, we do. <laughs> That may be all we have to talk about, but <laughs> it's enough. That's pretty much it, yeah. How you doing, Brian? Man, I'm doing well. How are you, Pharrell? Good, brother. Oh, he said your name. You're in the way you said his name. <laughs> oh, good. It's about enough. Stop it. Tell us your story, man. Man, my parents came here from
1: Zimbabwe, Africa, and my dad's a traveling minister, and our family traveled together Aww. for 16 years of my life. Aww. And so I started singing in the church. So, honestly, I'm here not only to fulfill my dream, but to honor my parents.
0: Very well spoken, wow. yeah.
1: That's amazing. Singing-wise, I felt like you went up there and you had yourself a good time. I mean, clearly,
0: you sing the song much better than I do. <laughs> oh. I'm not fishing, he did some runs that I know I can't do. I mean, you, how long have you been singing? I sang when I was uh, four years old. I, Jesus Loves Me was the first song that I ever sang. Wow. That's there two it is. songs that he sings that I know. <laughs> Hmm. That's where the list stops. Wow. I was going to ask you to sing it, but no pressure. Jesus loves me. This I know. For the Bible tells me so.
1: Little ones to hear. Listen to this guy. Uh, uh, they have to get to the end, but now at the, the very end, this guy says. <laughs> that
0: was a beautiful rendition. Man.
1: Okay, so it's time. Who do you pick as your coach, Brian? What? Oh, did you cut? Yeah, that's the end. Oh, well, that's the end they show. Well, at the very end, this Pharrell says, that, that song really did something to me when he sang that Jesus loves me. See, you can't stop the power of God. You can't stop the anointing of God. He didn't ask to sing, Jesus loves me. Jesus asked him to sing, Jesus loves me. God has a way of bringing people. If God opens the door, you can go through it. Because the anointing then comes behind that door and takes over that situation. I was just so blessed because I said, this man went through, oh, are you? He was taught, take the gospel into every man's world. That was Brother Roberts. The gospel's not just for the church. The gospel's in every man's world. And he stepped into that arena. And believe me, those stars have a whole lot going on in their lives because I've seen some of that. But when Jesus shows up, he's not there to condemn. He's there to draw people to himself. And I believe that happened because I heard that man say that on the one I watched. So <clears throat> doors are open and now every day.
0: There is always a platform for people who will do whatever God tells them to do. And in Acts chapter 4, I want to sum all of this up. When, when Peter and John were threatened and told, look, you guys have to shut up and stop using the name of Jesus. In verse 29, this is what they said, now, Lord, look on their threats and grant to your servants that with all boldness we may speak your word by stretching out your hand to heal and that signs, wonders be done through the name of your holy servant Jesus. And when they had prayed, the place where they were assembled together was shaken and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and they spoke the word of God with boldness. Now, on that outline that you have there right out of our, uh, 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 the Bible here is the word parisia. Boldness is outspoken, unreserved utterance, freedom of speech with frankness, candor, cheerful courage. It's the opposite of cowardice, timidity, or fear. It denotes divine enablement that comes to ordinary and unprofessional people exhibiting spiritual power and authority. Parisia boldness, is not a human quality, but it is a result of being filled with the Holy Spirit. Don't you ever wonder about whether or not the devil has any power, authority, and dominion regarding the Holy Spirit? The devil is petrified of the Holy Spirit. The devil will flee from the Holy Spirit anytime the Holy Spirit is manifest. That is James 4 7. Submit to God, resist the devil, he will flee. He's not afraid of you. He's afraid of the Holy Spirit in you. And that's why, honey, as it leads up to what we talked about in, uh, in 2 Timothy chapter 3, <clears throat> that in these end times, going to be perilous times. But it says that Paul was encouraging Timothy, he said, Timothy, stir up that gift that's in you, the gift of the Holy Spirit. God has not given you a spirit of fear, but he's given you a spirit of power, love, and and a sound mind and that that self-control and self-discipline is what we have through the manifestation of the power of the holy spirit to be everything god's called us to be all we have to do is open our mouth speak up stand up and act up when the holy spirit shows us to do it and the power of god will flow every single time
1: you know um i know that this is another uh, person but peyton manning just finished his career he took a lot of hits he took a lot of hits, but he also did a lot of great things on that football field. But he still took the hits. And the thing he said in his interview was, um, I have fought the good fight. He, he quoted Second Timothy. I have fought the good fight, and I have finished my race. And he talked about how you could just tell that the Holy Spirit empowered him to do what he did. This is not about just Church this is god is going to show up in every man's world in this last move i'm telling you there are people beginning to stand up and speak up and act, act up and and because they have influence because they're people who have fought the good fight in whatever it is that they're doing they've taken the hits they've taken whatever they have a voice now to speak the truth and the power and the anointing of god is on their life i have fought the good fight i have finished the race and last I have kept the faith. The power of God, the Holy Spirit on the inside of us, causes us to keep the faith because we get to see God do mighty things on our behalf. And I believe it's time for believers to take their authority, to get in that position, just like this says, and be bold. Be bold when God speaks, let God speak.
0: Good word. Let's all stand.